This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Monday, November 7, in Squiz Kids Today. COP27 and farting cows. California's photobombing shark. Big weekend sports rap and listening for aliens. That's what's making news, kids style. The Lowdown. You won't be able to move this week without bumping into stories about climate change. And that's because leaders of almost all of the countries of the world are getting together in Egypt to talk about ways to stop global warming. The meeting is called COP27. Not because it will be attended by 27 members of the police force, but rather because COP stands for Conference of the Parties. And this is the 27th one that's taken place. Leaders from more than 190 countries are expected to make the trip to Sharm el-Sheikh, an Egyptian seaside resort town on the Red Sea, to see if they can agree on the best ways to cut greenhouse gas emissions. One way being explored by Aussie farmers includes feeding cows a special supplement via the water they drink to make their farts less toxic. Farts, be they human or cow, are mostly composed of methane. And methane is one of the worst greenhouse gases in terms of impact on global warming. It also doesn't smell that great. There's going to be lots of news around about climate change and global warming this week, which is enough to make any kid feel a little bit helpless and wonder, but what can I do? I'm just one kid. Well... As it happens, today also marks the start of National Recycling Week here in Australia. And recycling is one thing that each and every one of us can do to help the environment. Because the biggest changes often start with the tiniest of actions. Spin the globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in California, in the United States, where a great white shark has been captured photobombing a surfer. In a photo that looks almost too good to be true, the great white is captured rising vertically out of the sea behind the surfer, who is happily oblivious to the danger lurking behind him. Oblivious means unaware, that you don't know something is happening. Great white sharks are common up and down the west coast of America. And of course, I've stuck a link to the photo in today's episode notes. A shark selfie. Huh. Now I've seen everything. Oh, there goes the classroom companion clarion, indicating that today's classroom worksheets for Squiz Kids for School subscribers is tied to this news item. And today, we're looking at portmanteau, which are words that are blended together to make a new word, like photobomb or smog, which is a combination of smoke and fog. Today, we're challenging all Squiz Kids to come up with their very own portmanteau, or blended word, and asking you to send in your words to squizkids at thesquiz.com.au for me to judge and choose the best one for inclusion in the podcast next week. So, get creative. And of course, if you want to check out Squiz Kids for Schools, jump into a free trial via our website 
or the link in today's episode notes. Sport time! And no matter what size or shaped ball you're into, it was a big old weekend in sport, the weekend just gone, with Aussie teams crashing out big time while others inched closer to grand final glory. The Aussie men's cricket team saw their chances of defending their World Cup title evaporate after England beat Sri Lanka, ensuring the host country, that's us, won't even make it to the semis. So that's a little bit embarrassing. Then it was heartbreak for the Wallabies too, our men's national rugby union team, who lost by one measly point to France in a tight match yesterday morning in front of thousands of jeering French fans at Paris's Stade de France. Happily, though, last night, the Australian men's sevens rugby team broke a 34-year drought to beat world champs Fiji in the grand final of the prestigious Hong Kong sevens competition. Beating Fiji in rugby sevens is totally a thing. Across the ditch in New Zealand, the Women's Rugby World Cup Grand Final is set after New Zealand just pipped France to the post in their semi-final and England sent Canada packing. And in the AFLW, the stage is set for next week's semi-finals after Collingwood beat the Bulldogs, North Melbourne beat Geelong, the Demons outplayed the Crows and the Brisbane Lions won by 17 points against Richmond. And that's the sports wrap. Space Doubt. Hands up if you've ever heard of a movie called E.T., the extraterrestrial. It's about an alien on Earth and the unlikely friendship it forms with a little boy called Elliot. For most of the film, E.T. runs around pointing to the sky saying, E.T. phone home as he tries to get in touch with his alien brothers and sisters to come back to Earth and collect him. Now, that's just a movie, a little bit of science fiction, but what would we do if aliens actually did make contact with us? Who would be there to answer the phone, as it were, and what would they say? That question has been answered in Scotland at St Andrews University, where a team of scientists have been working out what the human response should be if and when aliens from outer space make contact with us down here on Earth. Space agencies like NASA have been sending messages out into space for decades, hoping someone or something out there might receive the message and respond. And now the crew at St Andrews Uni are starting to put some thought into how the human race should react if ever that response was received. The truth is out there, my friends. Time for the Quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. What jumped up out of the water and photobombed a surfer in California? Yeah, that's right. It was a great white shark. Yikes. Question number two. In which country is the COP27 climate change meeting taking place? Yeah, well done if you said Egypt. Question number three. The rugby team from which country beat the Wallabies yesterday morning? Yeah, you got it. It was France. Shout outs. It's November 7. Today is our 600th episode. Can you believe it? 
It's also Hug-A-Bear Day in the United States, which is not about going into the wild and hugging a grizzly bear because that would be crazy, but rather hugging a teddy bear or a consenting other human, celebrating how good it is to hug it out. It's also a special day for these squeeze kids celebrating a birthday today. Charlotte from Ride, Miller from Drildry, Diane from Hawker, Jaden from Warunga, Cormac from Haberfield, Arash from Marulbark, Abby from Rose Bay, Rupert from Willoughby, Charlotte from South Taramara, Percy and Alex from Ivanhoe, and Travis from Bega. And a belated birthday shout out today goes to Ivy from Juni. And classroom shout outs today go to the Year 3-4 Yowies at Pleasant Street Primary School in Ballarat and farewell to their teacher Kate, who is leaving the school. To Year 6 and Mrs Clayton at St Philomena's School in Bathurst. To Class 4B and Mr Earp at Springfield Lake State School. Class 5-4B and Mrs Boyle at Abbotsford Public School. Class 3B and Mr Staples at Mount Cotton State School. Class 3-4C and Miss Carr at Bathurst Public School and to Class 4F and Ms Fisher at Burke Street Public School. Everyone here at Squiz Kids HQ is super excited about your upcoming wedding, Ms Fisher. And finally, a thank you shout out to Anastasia, Alex and Anton, who pointed out how I was well out of whack last Thursday with the dates of King Tut's reign. Apologies for that. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout-out, or if you're after a classroom shout-out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au or fill out the form on our website. Well, that's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. Over and out.